Hey folks, Pastor Eric Tritton here from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio. Thanks for taking a moment to be with me. There is a Christmas special um, that was done by VeggieTales that I remember from when my kids were little called The Toy That Saved Christmas. And there was a clever little song that they had in there um, really kind of gets at something that happens every year at Christmas. The song was something like this. Grumpy kids, greedy dreams. This is not what Christmas means. I'm just a toy. I don't claim to be a genius, but there must be more to Christmas. There's always this idea that we're getting Christmas wrong. And, uh, uh, and sometimes we do. Um, and thanks be to God for Jesus for forgiveness. But one of the things that we often hear talked about at Christmas time is we're not properly keeping Christ in Christmas. And there, there are a variety of, of ways that this happens. Sometimes people will claim that um, our celebrations of, of Christmas are too secularized. Um, we're listening to the wrong kind of music. We're celebrating in the wrong way. And this is not new. Uh, here in America, when the Puritans came over, they did not celebrate Christmas for that very reason, uh, because of the, uh, the drinking and the excess that often went with those celebrations. Now, we want to make sure that uh, our focus is rightly on Jesus, but sometimes God gives us good gifts to enjoy. I'm not saying that drunkenness is good. The Bible says drunkenness is not. However, um, receiving good gifts in the proper context is a great way to celebrate Christmas. Sometimes people will complain that this season, that there's too much competition for the attention. There are a number of holidays that take place in December that are very important to people. Uh, Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, New Year, uh, and they're all kind of tight together there. And so people have gotten into the habit of, instead of saying Merry Christmas, they'll say Happy Holidays. Sometimes people get kind of bent out of shape about that. I don't know, I kind of look at that and say that people are wishing you good one way or the other, and so maybe it would be polite to say thank you, um, but I don't know that that precludes you from being able to say Merry Christmas to somebody. I, there's kind of a hypersensitivity out there toward giving offense toward others, but if you genuinely want to wish something good to somebody, if they take offense at that, well, that's, maybe that's their issue. Um, but that being said, sometimes it's in the way that we say it. I, I've seen people, particularly like at the, uh, um, uh, at the stores, the salespeople are instructed to greet you with happy holidays. And I've seen people get this kind of cranky face on where they look at them and say, Merry Christmas. Well, that is neither merry nor in the spirit of Christmas. Uh, if you want to wish your sales rep a Merry Christmas and you genuinely smile and greet them, Merry Christmas, uh, many of them are very happy to receive that and to respond to it. Um, so maybe just relax a little bit about the whole Happy Holidays thing. Another thing, Xmas. People get really bent out of shape about Xmas. You're Xing out Jesus. Well, <laughs> the truth is that if you go back to the name Christ, that comes to us from Greek, and the first letter in Christ in Greek 
looks like an X. And Christians have been using an X, what we call an X, to abbreviate Christ for centuries. So um, let, let's not get, get too uptight about that one either. Now, one area that I do think that sometimes gets a little messed up with us as Christians is that sometimes we get the cart before the horse. And what I mean by that is we focus on the things around Christmas instead of getting to the heart of the matter, which is Jesus' birth. So recently I have seen a meme uh, on uh, Facebook. It's been shared all over the place that says, if you want to keep Christ in Christmas, you know, feed the poor, uh, feed the hungry, clothe the poor, you know, basically do all of these good deeds. And they are genuinely good things to do. Don't, don't get me wrong. Um, but some of that uh, attitude does not actually come to us from Scripture. It comes to us from uh, Dickens' A Christmas Carol. When you look at how we celebrate Christmas, a lot of it goes back to Victorian England. And uh, um, the, the story of, of Ebenezer Scrooge is, is about this guy who is, well, Scrooge-ish, right? I mean, the whole thing means that he's a, a tightwad. Um, and through these series of visits with these ghosts, he becomes very generous. And by the end of the book, his generosity and his kindness toward others means that no one has kept Christmas as well as Scrooge. The thing is, Dickens never mentions Jesus in the whole thing. And so that's really not about keeping Christmas. Now, I'm not saying that those are bad things to do. In fact, I'm going to come back to that. But what what that actually does, if, if Christmas comes becomes about do this and do this and do this, you know, make sure you perform your acts of charity, make sure you perform your acts of kindness, is that Christmas is becoming a work of the law, a demand that's placed upon you. And if you look at the way that the Bible talks about what Christmas is actually all about, that Christmas is about what we call the gospel, the good news of God's love and forgiveness. So look at Luke chapter 2, uh, verses 10 and 11. This is when the angel speaks to the shepherds. He, he says to them, Fear not, for I bring to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. He says this is good news. It, it is about a Savior who has been born unto you. It, it's really ultimately about what God is doing for you how he is coming to you to bring love and forgiveness and salvation to you. Uh, or go back into Isaiah chapter 9. Unto us a child is given. Unto us a, a child, a son is born. Okay? Notice, it's a gift that God is giving. He is coming to us. Now, is charity a good way to observe that good news? Is it a good response? Absolutely. God has shown his love and kindness to us. A good response would be to show love and kindness to our neighbors and, and to help those who are less fortunate than us. But let's not forget that what Christmas is about, first and foremost, is what God has done. So some ways to keep Christ in Christmas, some suggestions. First, go to church. Maybe that sounds like a radical idea, 
But this is where we proclaim Christ, where we celebrate his birth. So here at Gloria Day, we are going to have three worship services on Christmas Eve, 4.30, 7 o'clock, and 9.30. The 4.30 service is kind of a family-oriented service. It is, uh, uh, you know, carols and readings, and um, come, be part of that. Uh, the 7 o'clock and the 9.30 services are a little bit more formal, uh, and that's a service, those two services, we're going to celebrate the Lord's Supper. They're, they're a little bit more liturgical uh, than the 4.30 service is. Come on Christmas Day. That's, that's the really radical idea, right? Christmas Day. Um, Jesus wasn't born on Christmas Eve. That's the day before. He's born on Christmas Day. So we do have a service at 10 a.m. on Christmas Day. It's one of my favorite services of the year. Uh, it's a fairly informal service. And uh, part of that is that we have the congregation pick their favorite Christmas carols uh, instead of me or the music director uh, picking the hymns for the day. And uh, I don't know, I, I find that service to be very fun and very joy-filled. So maybe, maybe come on Christmas Day and celebrate Christ's birth. Um, another thing that you could do is you could spend some time in the Word and in prayer. Grab a Bible read Luke 2. That's where you'll find the account of Jesus' birth. Read it for yourself. Spend some time thinking about that. Spend some time praying about what God says to you in Jesus' birth. Um, maybe consider doing some daily devotions between here and there. Lutheran Hour Ministries has a, a, a great series going right now called Child of the Promise. Uh, there's a link in the notes. Uh, you might also look up the Advent Project by Biola University. Biola is spelled B-I-O-L-A. Um, they do some neat stuff too to kind of fix our minds on Jesus and to think about his birth. Um, uh, there's another um, resource. Uh, my Advent calendar is still out there. And uh, that is basically a scripture reading. Listen to a song. And then there's a prayer request for you to pray. It's just a moment. It's brief to fix your eyes on Jesus again. Another way to keep Christ in Christmas is consider your Christmas carols. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with hippopotamuses, silver bells, or melakalikimaka. Um, those are all fun, and they're a very enjoyable part of, uh, of this season. And it's kind of a connecting point with the, the culture that maybe gives us an opportunity to speak about what Christmas is actually all about. That being said, if you want to keep Christ in Christmas, maybe make sure that some of the carols and the hymns that you are listening to or singing actually proclaim Christ. That they talk about who Jesus is, talk about his birth, talk about why he came, talk about his forgiveness and his salvation. And then uh, maybe do something for Jesus' sake. I talked about charity earlier. When charity flows from our, our faith and as a response to what Jesus has done for us, it is a great way to observe his love and his forgiveness. Um, volunteering to helping out people in our community is a great thing to do. Giving gifts. This flows from the idea that, that God has given us the first gift in giving us his son. The key is, I don't want these things that you do to be a matter of trying to please God or trying to um, you know, make it about what you do. Let these things flow from joy and faith 
in response to what God has done for you in giving his only begotten son. Because ultimately Christmas is about Jesus. It's about the incarnation, that God leaves heaven. He becomes a holy embryo. He gestates. He's born. You know, he becomes one of us in order to bear our sin and be our savior. And that is very much at the core of what Christmas is about, that God fulfills his promise to send a savior. In fact, when the angel spoke to Joseph, encouraging him to take Mary home as his wife, he says, name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. The name Jesus means the Lord saves, and Jesus' purpose is that he would save us from our sins. And with that in mind, another great way to keep Christ in Christmas, to keep Christmas well, is to receive the Lord's Supper, where Jesus actually gives us his body and blood for the forgiveness of our sins, the body and blood that he takes at Christmas. So, keep Christ in Christmas for the joy of it. Merry Christmas and God's blessings.